Vegas is a food city, so much that I can feel a little in the weeds when I'm picking out a spot for dinner. Luckily, today on CityCast Las Vegas, I'm with Gemini Stevens of the Food and Loathing Pod and John Curtis of EatingLV.com and the podcast Eat, Talk, Repeat. These two have eaten everywhere in the Valley this last year, and they're going to drop their picks for best new restaurants of 2023. It's Thursday, December 21st. I'm Sarah Lohman, and here's what Las Vegas is talking about. Gemini, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me back. And John, a delight to have you as well. Thank you very much. All right, so let's let's just get into it. We're at the end of the year and looking back, what is your top pick for the best new restaurant in Vegas? I'll oh. be generous and I'll allow you two picks if you can't choose. Oh, you know. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I mean only two is hard. It is, I mean, it's hard. I mean, I, I mean, shameless plug alert, Sarah. I, I wrote a, a best new restaurant thing about a month ago, and I had about eight or nine places. So I'll, I'll, I'll flip it to, to Gemini. But boy, there was a lot of action in our food scene this year. Oh my gosh! And a lot of great new places. So, so give me many one, Gemini. Places. What's what is your heart saying right now? Uh, you know, I'm such a neighborhood girl. I live on the west side. I love running around and seeing, you know, what is available out here. So many people mm-hmm. talk about downtown and the Strip and things like that. Um, and the West Side has so many good things. So I have to, have to, have to mention Chef Roy Elmar's Fine Company uh, mm. inside the outdoor mall downtown Summerlin. Um, it is small. It's cozy. The food is warm and welcoming. I mean, you get something like Mama's Banana Bread when you first walk Ooh. in. Um, it's it's an Asian fusion, like with his Hawaiian roots and things like that. Oh. You just you, it's amazing. I I can't gush about his food enough. Um, he did some pop ups at, at Vegas Test Kitchen when that was still open, mm-hmm. um, called Pigeon P I D G I N, and he just brings all of it to the table with uh, fine company. And yeah, I would, I would eat there every day. All right. Fine and company. It is versatile. It is. I think it's just fine company. Fine company. company. Excuse me. Fine by, Roy, by Roy Elamar. And yep. I can't endorse, I can't endorse, endorse that anymore. I mean, that's a, that's a great pick, but I'm going to shift gears. Uh, again, it. you asked me my, my top, restaurants of uh, 2023 and I, and I can run off eight or nine right now, but yeah. uh, two, that, two that have stood out off the strip. Let's talk about off the strip. Naxos Taverna oh, yes. is, the, is the new Greek place out at Red Rock, which yes. is just fabulous. It's a great seafood restaurant. It has yeah. great vegetarian food. It does a lamb shank to beat the band. Uh, it, it blew me away. My, my second one, and again, I, I'm naming two, but I could name like five more, uh, is a Basilico. It's oh, an yes. Italian place in the Southwest. The Southwest Francesco. is. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the Southwest is hotter than a chili pepper right now. And, and uh, Basilico with Francesco Di Caudo is uh, sort of a modern Italian restaurant. Uh, but between us girls, 
I'm bored silly with Italian food, the same old, same old Italian sure. food. But but yeah. boy, Francesco Di Caldo really puts a little modern spin on Basilico. And so that's a Greek and an Italian that are certainly at two of the my top six or seven good restaurants for the 2023. John, I have to ask you, um, what is your favorite dish at Naxos? Well, I would say the braised lamb shank just mm. knocked me over. Mm. Okay. I mean, and but I like the mez. I love his pita bread there. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he really does baba ganoush and things like that really oh. well. I recall um I recall some shrimp, uh, a whole roasted fish. I mean, there's a lot to love about Naxos. What do you like? Oh, oh my God. So there was this shrimp dish right when they first opened. It was um, crispy. I don't even, it had a name and now I, it's escaping me, but it was this crispy shrimp. It There was um, this like trio of, of things that came with it. I think Baba Ganoush was one of them. And I, I judge Greek places on their baba ganoush. Um, with their mez, yeah, their mez, oh. as you should. I'm already feeling torn because I am actually doing a staycation for my birthday next month at Red Rock, and I'm thought, thinking I'm going to Lotus as I am because I've never been, and they've got- Which is fantastic. Them. It's fantastic, but now I'm like, oh, well, you know, maybe there's enough time for at least- Here's the thing. Meals. They're right next door to each other. There's no reason yeah, you can't yeah, you enjoy can, both. You can have a, an appetizer <laughs> at one and a main course at the other. Just okay. go back yeah. and forth between courses. They Absolutely. won't even know. They won't even Absolutely. know what's happening. That's All right, right. Gemini, do you, have a, do you have a second pick? Oh, well, he got me on uh, Basilico for sure. Mm. Um, you know, I, I this is a tough one for me. Um, at first, I admit, uh, I, well, I've got a tie for my second, if I can. Um, okay. Both for, <laughs> give you a bonus. Both for breakfast. Um, <laughs> when 1228 Main first started, I had some reservations, uh, but I just kept going back and I fell in love with it. I really do enjoy the food very much. Their rolled omelet is absolutely perfect and custardy. And I just have not had a better one in town. Um, But for because it's a breakfast thing that I'm comparing here, Winnie and Ethel's gets a lot of credit here. Um, They won Mm. the diner contest last year with a new opening. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, they just opened for dinner at the beginning of this month. Um, so they're really kind of rolling everything out. Um, their boozy milkshakes go with breakfast really well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and put that right out there. <laughs> better than a better than a Bloody Mary, in my yeah. opinion, well, right? They had a mole boozy shake on the menu Whoa. when I went in to try it for the first time. And I am a mole fan. And I said, okay, well, I have to try this. And it had all those beautiful bits of mole that you love with the different warming spices and that yeah. touch of chili. And it was that deeper sort of Mexican chocolate. And uh, it had a nuttiness to it. And you don't even realize the booze is there. That's the dangerous part. <laughs> I have, all right, let's go back to 1228 Maine for a second there. Because first yeah. of all, I love that we're doing breakfast because I'm very much like a breakfast gal mm-hmm. or like breakfast for mid-afternoon power-up. Absolutely. John, do you have thoughts on 1228 Maine? Oh, do I have thoughts about 1228 Maine? <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah. people, have, people have accused me of owning stock in the place, okay? I talk about it so much. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I kid you not, in the first month, I bet I was there uh, 10 times, okay? And and I live sort of just out, off, out of downtown, so it's fairly convenient. It's a go-to coffee thing. Uh, it, it's the incredible pastries. 
Mm-hmm. The, at the desert, uh, I write also write for Desert Companion magazine, mm-hmm. and we named Sebastian Polycarp uh, the pastry chef of the year, and he's there every morning. I think he gets about three hours of sleep a day. Oh. You go there at seven. Wow. He is rolling out pastries, croissant. Uh, in this, the, I mean, these just beautiful, like like uh, uh, Danish pastries, croissant, baked breads. I mean, it, it's it's a pastry shop and, and yeah. a boulangerie, a boulangerie, as the French would say, mm-hmm. as well as a full service restaurant. Huh. And uh, downtown's never seen anything like this. The flake on the pastries, the croissant. The flake on those pastries is criminal. It's so good. Okay, but like, what about the cost? Like, I think part of the controversy is some people feel it's too stripped, that it's like a little too pricey for downtown. Well, you know, okay, so, okay, let, let me weigh in here because I'm the resident <laughs> food snob, elitist food snob in it. Las Vegas for 30 years now. You're our favorite curmudgeon, yeah, John. Yeah, it, it, it's time to get over it. <laughs> it's. It, Las Vegas has got to get over this. We want everything to be cheap and dirty. Okay, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, there are there are these old time diners people go to, and you know where, like Gemini talks about the rolled French omelet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's not cheap. I think it's eighteen dollars or something like that. You can get a, you can get an eleven dollar omelet in town, but you're yeah, not going to get anything. It's going to be brown and chewy and what gross. What about my 49-cent okay. buffet breakfast, John? Exactly. Oh. Well, they, you're talking to the wrong guy. So, But but there there is a technique. There is like almost a military precision French technique at mm-hmm. work at mm. 1228 in both the savories and the sweets that, that downtown Las Vegas has never seen. Hmm. I mean, you can get it at places like Bouchon on the Strip. I mean, it's hmm. been around a while, but it's yeah. a real revolutionary restaurant. And yeah, you're going to pay about 30 or 40% more than people are used to, but the quality is there and you've got world-class chefs putting out a really high-level product. I really think 1228, as much as James Trees changed the game with Esther's Kitchen like oh, yeah, four yeah. years ago downtown, 1228 has now bumped it into a new, into, into a different level as well. And you don't have to go to the strip for that level exactly. of food. May I take the conversation way away, like 12 miles, 15 miles away from this right now. I hope you're going where I think you're going, because I have to tell you, I am in Hendertucky proper. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And because you brought up Desert Companion, I thought that one of their best new restaurant picks was super, super interesting. It's a restaurant right here on Water Street. Isn't that correct? Azura Cucina. Azura oh, Cucina. Yes. Well, it was actually it was our restaurant of the year. Yeah. And for yeah. good reason. And again, like to sound a little jaded, you know, not another Italian. But, but it's not the same Italian. It's it's, it's not, not the same your Italian. cookie cutter Italian. It's not mm. Oh, I went to Vegas and, you know, there was this great Italian place. It's Azura Cucina. Like, it's its own yeah. animal and it's it's beautifully done. What makes it so good? It's beautifully done. It's a, it's a jewel box of a little restaurant. It's mm-hmm. at the far end of Water Street. And it's been packed since day one. Yeah. And I think what people like Gem and I, and, and, and I'll give props to my buddy Al Mancini that she works with, uh, and some of us older school writers we're looking for game changers, people that are moving the needle somehow, not just somebody who's opening the same old, same old here. And you look at Azura Cucina and go, 
that could be a big needle mover for mm. the food scene in Henderson. Water Street right now, I think, is a really great drinking neighborhood. There's great breweries. There's a great old school dive bar. But there's not a lot of food outside pub food. So I love to see that shift. Do either of you have mm-hmm. like a favorite dish uh, on their menu? Uh, anything with, um, uh, the gnocchi or the fresh pastas. I mean, cause not everything in Italian is Mm. pasta, believe it or not. And, um, and not so much that for you guys, but for people listening, they just automatically assume you go to an Italian place. It's a plate of pasta. Um, I actually very often order other dishes, um, just because I find a lot of that stuff very heavy, but theirs is not, there's something really beautifully light about it. Mm -hmm. Um, the way they, they do their gnocchi dumplings, um, I would love to steal the recipe. Um, and, uh, I like that the sauces aren't really heavy. Um, you get the butter and the cream in the appropriate amounts and you know, that they're not, there's this one place I'll leave it unnamed. They've got, they do this mm-hmm. all over their social media where they cover like pizzas with pasta and this really, no, 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 don't, don't get Gemini. Those places Ugh. nauseate me and, I know. And, 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 but- and I'm sorry. I sound like an old guy, which I am. No, but no, it's no, like no, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> it's just all for I, show, right? It's all for show. And and that's what I like about this is that it's not for show, but it's absolutely beautifully done. It's light, but really flavorful. There's depth of character there. Um, and it, it is different Italian. And that's what makes it stand out. Okay, so I pulled you away from the journey you were taking us on. Let's go 12 miles <laughs> in the other direction. Where are we okay. headed, John? Well, in the other direction, I always like to talk about Spring Mountain Road. I think I've yes. been the biggest, the biggest thumper of the drum for our Asian food scene since 1995. Yes. And Spring Mountain Road never ceases to amaze me and make my and, and just make my palate, you know, basically come alive. And up and down there, there's some good places. One Lamoon is a place which was an offshoot of Lamai down at mm-hmm. the at the far end of Spring Mountain opened. It's sort of sort of modern Thai with a great wine list. By the mm-hmm. way, there's sort of uh, people are going to be hearing this. I think Lamai is about to start changing hands. I think they've sold Lamai, oh. but Lamoon is run by Bon at at Cherawan. And and it was it was one of my favorite Thai restaurants of the year. Um, secondly, not so Asian, but right in the middle of Chinatown is Double Zero Yes! Pie uh, you <laughs> Gemini on the feed here. She just did two zeros with her hands. You well, yeah, she's like, on this. I, I haven't met anyone who's not crazy about it. It is just really beautifully done. It's Neapolitan style. It's a thinner crust, um, except for that really bubbly edge that I love so much with the air pockets. And, and great appetizers, uh, too. The appetizers. Great appetizers. They they do weekly specials, like with agrodolces and with pickles. Mm. And uh, they're always trying to add something new. They they bring in different chefs and bartenders and, and come up together with menus. So not only is the regular menu always something different depending on seasonality or something they're working on, but they bring in other parts of the community to work with them and put on these beautiful displays of food and hospitality, and it cannot be missed. Can we jump to the strip now? That was my next question, because, you know, sometimes I have to meet a friend on the strip. They're in town for a conference. Maybe they've got the company credit card. So where should we go? I say one, I said one place I went there three times in the first week it opened. Mm-hmm. You would think I would not be excited about a steakhouse because, you know, steakhouses are such a yawn, most of them. But Peter Luger, mm-hmm. 
blew my really? socks Really? See, yes, talk about my language. I'm from the East, and I spent yeah. a long time in New York. It's a big place. I mean, and it, it's not an adventuresome menu. It's kind of the same thing they've been doing in New York since 1950. Yeah. But Dry-aged steaks. Uh, and the, the, the dry-aging room. Gemini, have you seen the dry-aging room? I've downstairs? seen the dry-aging room, and it's, it's I have impressive. dreams about this. Um, yeah, if you're a yeah. carnivore, <laughs> it doesn't get any better. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> And and you know and I was all prepared to be bored, silly go, but but the, the quality of the steaks mm. is right there, and and it's just a fun time. And a lot of people uh, have moved there from other restaurants, so it's like old home week when you walk in because they have people well, have from fun. Rosa Ristorante. David Osia Sias is the general manager. They have the chef from. Uh, from uh, Wally's is over there now, and the wine guys, Paul Argier, used to be at Esther's Kitchen. So you walk yep. in, and it's just like an amalgamation of of oh. Las Vegas restaurant pros that all went to Peter Luger because, let's face it, that's going to be where the money is. Yeah, but yeah. It, they put out a beautiful product at a really a, a, a really top drawer steakhouse that was worth a special trip. Oh, how exciting! Uh, Gemini, your thoughts for the strip and a and a company credit card? Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> um, oh, have, gosh. You, have you been to uh, Have you been to um, uh, Fountain Blue yet? No, Fountain no, Blue. I, I was going to go did Wednesday. An episode and... about it. Yeah. 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 Gemini, you're slacking. I've been to four <laughs> restaurants there now. <laughs> Have you Come been on. to Mother Wolf yet? That's the one everyone's talking about. Another Mother Italian Wolf is, is worth a Mother Wolf is number one. Roman yep. Italian, right? Q is great. And and Don's Prime, which is nice, but I don't think it's 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 a beautiful restaurant with some innovative stuff, but in terms of just meat quality, I think Peter Luger beats it. Who's better? Yeah. So here it's it's about to happen. We're gonna tie this up in a beautiful bow. What was twenty twenty three for restaurants in Las Vegas? If you had to use one word to describe it, twenty twenty three was the year of creativity. Creativity. Yeah. Tell me more, Gemini. I, I just think that more people stepped out of of the stereotypical boxes of what people were expecting when you said you're going to open a steak place or you're going to open an Italian mm. place um, or you're going to open a Greek place. They they really went out um, because let's Vegas. Let's fa let's Vegas. Let's Vegas. Let's Let's, let's face, face it. Let's yeah. face it. Um, you know, Vegas is also such a show city. And when people yeah. come here and they're going to these places and they're throwing down the company credit card, they don't just want to eat. They want to be entertained. They want to be wowed. Mm. And part of wowing all of us has been the idea of creativity, uh, community spaces, and and just giving somebody something that they're not going to get anywhere else. Even if that place has another outlet in another city, Vegas is still unique. I would say it's the year of neighborhood expansion. Yes. Everything. Neighborhoods are either are getting uh, bigger and better a la downtown Spring Mountain Road. And then we have this incredible e expansion, uh, delicious options hitting the southwest end of town, mm -hmm. which is going to turn that into a foodie mecca. So yeah. to, to me, it's all about neighborhood expansion. I, you know, sad to say, but the the end of the dumbbells on the two end of all this are are uh, Hender Tucky. And uh, Summerlin, okay, <laughs> yeah. which, which are, are like for opposite reasons, they both yeah. have absolutely crappy food scenes, but everything yeah. in between them seems to be filling in with just more and more delicious options all the time. Well, next time you're in Henderson, you come over here, I'll cook for you. How about that? Like there, I, oh, I, I insist like that. upon it. I'll bring the wine. 
Amazing. <laughs> Happy holidays to both of you. I hope you eat some amazing meals in our waning days of 2023. And I'm looking forward to meeting you out for dinner somewhere in 2024. Absolutely. Bon appetit all. Thank you both. Thank you. Both of our contributors today have socials and blogs, which we'll put in the show notes, as well as links to their podcasts. Uh, Click it and check them out. And that's all for today here on CityCast Las Vegas. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? Send them this episode. Take them to dinner. You'll have a good time. Rate our show, please. Leave us a review and subscribe both to the podcast and to our morning newsletter, Hey Las Vegas. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Take care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get let's extend the monorail there. Exactly. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. A monorail up and down Spring Mountain. Yes, love it. Love it. Yes, a great <laughs> idea. Let's get Figler on that. Let's get let's David. Do it. Let's on get Figler on it. We can do a food crawl based a monorail based food crawl up and down Spring Street. We just need oh, to get I'm the funding. So I'm sure you can make in. it happen. <laughs>